Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fans, welcome to episode 19 of Blasty's Corner. Grant Chung here with you with co-host Chris. How are we doing today, Chris? Oh, pretty good. Sunday, getting ready for the week. Getting ready for the week. I think this is uh, your... You're going streaking, buddy. I think um, this is your fourth or fifth straight episode on the pod. Yeah, what's going on? I should probably yeah. skip the next one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I guess. I mean, that's, I want to. I don't want to show too much commitment. See, right? Got to keep the standards low. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been great having you. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we've been able to work out a consistent schedule so far for us. Um, you know, I know you're busy, and we're both super busy. So it's it's nice to be able to get this going and work out a good schedule. What's not very nice is the Flames record recently. We're on a four-game slide uh, after our most recent loss to the Boston Bruins. Uh, Daniel Vladar did not get the start in that one against his old team. Jacob Markstrom continues his uh, cold streak. He's been on a... um, I mean, he's been cold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ice cold, I'd say. Yeah. As of now. Yeah. Um I mean Ladar did get into one game. Um, but there he was did. that, you know. We, we we went over that pretty thoroughly in our last uh in our last little epi there. So we won't <laughs> go too much into it. But hey, you know, at least we got a point out of the Carolina game. Yes. Uh but I don't know, man, like we're having some trouble finishing it off in OT. I mean, I think the biggest thing this team is missing is a finisher. Yeah, like, I mean, shit, I, I, I just caught a little bit of the Carolina game, but, like, I don't know if it's luck or if it is just execution. Like, what? Like, there was some wild <laughs> bounces that just say, like, how did that not go in? Like, I, just, I don't really yeah. get it, but, 
yeah, they need some secondary scoring. Daryl called it uh, called it out in his last press conference, right? Like, and we didn't have goaltending, and our secondary scoring needs to score. Yeah, don't don't have that, then well, it's going to be tough to win, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know what? The Hurricanes have, I mean, come into the Western Conference, uh, their Western road trip through. I mean, they're just putting on a storm here. I mean, they beat us and then they were able to beat the Edmonton Oilers. At, at least at least during this four game slide, the Oilers have also been losing. So our lead against them with our loser points in overtime uh has made it such that we're now four points ahead of them with two games they have two games on in hand uh but you know that's a good thing i suppose i, I don't know if you saw the the gaff by koskinen but uh no no i haven't seen that uh but you're right like i should look it up here uh yeah. while we're while we're really talking but sportsnet sportsnet how is it on their twitter when was this yesterday or today? This was the today, other day. Um, yeah, I'm not quite. I don't. I don't remember when it was, but I think it was yesterday. Uh, it was pretty bad. I mean, the Sportsnet <laughs> caption, of course. You know, we we talk about this quite a bit. Sportsnet caption uh, was, "Oh, you hate seeing that mistake or whatever." But I mean, you hate it as a Oilers fan, but as a Flames fan, I assure you, it is not hard to watch. I mean, <laughs> I could watch on a loop like every day. It's just uh, pretty. Oh man, now, I, now I need to watch it. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm hyping it, but it's it's a, it's yeah. a pretty big gaff. <laughs> you are hyping um, it here. But as I uh... as I'm saying this, as I'm saying this, the Hurricanes beat the Oilers. They beat the Flames. They lost to it's official just now they lost the vancouver canucks of all teams who are now a perfect three and oh since bruce boudreau has taken over oh the coach bump classic yeah. isn't classic but that also means that i won my fantasy week yeah baby congratulations four points. Man. thanks buddy it's four points ahead of dan i'm pretty happy with myself <laughs> he had a lot more games I had someone uh, had to do some slick maneuvering. If I didn't pick up Joel Erickson Eck all over the weekend, you know, I would have lost. <laughs> got me five points. Oh, <laughs> got yeah. me five points, and I won by four. So, you know, there you go. It's the moves that get you in those week yeah, to weeks. Well, me, I have just been struggling in that league. It's uh, you're my also fourth... going streaking in the wrong direction. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a it's a low priority league for me. I've I've already assigned it to my fourth. It just uh, <laughs> uh, I just can't anymore. It's just hopeless. It's a hopeless well, no, I mean there's uh, there's still a there's there's still a chance. I mean eighth I place so. is five hundred. So you know you just gotta. I'm eighth place. I'm I'm not eighth place. I'm uh... yeah. You're eleventh, but playoff <laughs> be playoff spots eighth. Oh, yeah, you, you playoff can, is eight. Can... Oh, okay. Well. Playoff is eight. Yeah. So. I think I started two and zero too. That's the thing. I think it's just been a <laughs> hefty streak of losing here. I'm two and seven now. So yeah. Um, but What's yeah, no. Back me? to the sorry. Yeah, uh, no, sorry. You're you're right. We should we should get back. To the, <laughs> we should get back hockey. to the podcast. <laughs> we could we could make a, a different podcast about fantasy hockey, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, I was just gonna say about the Oilers. Um, it, it is kind of nice that. Uh, 
no, everyone else is losing in our division right now. That's near us, so we're not losing ground necessarily, yeah. but we're also not gaining ground. Yeah, which um, isn't great. Like, just imagine if we had two, if we had two wins during this time. What are we up four points on the Oilers? We'd be up eight points on the Oilers. Yep. Um, and actually, we are second now. Anaheim is is now ahead yeah. of us in the division, but they have two games in hand. But um, just those kind of things. So yeah, not a great time for a losing streak. Um, but hopefully they can break it. Like I don't know, you you weren't gonna go perfect for the season. You know, you were gonna have stretches, ebbs and flows, and um, I guess the the last it is for me. It's just coming down to goaltending, frankly. Like, yeah, the scoring is kind of dried up a little bit, but we're not getting shut out. It's just kind of our goalies are letting in a bit more now. A little some squeakers here and there, goals that they were saving earlier in the year. Yeah, which. That's going to happen. Can't be perfect. Yeah, and that's what we said pretty early on this season as well. I mean, you're not going to finish the rest of this. Nobody's going to go 82-0 and 0, uh, in, during the season, right? So that's that's a big thing. And the what you were saying about the lost points too, though, is, is that's where these uh, quote-unquote loser points can be problematic you know you're not picking up that extra point that's giving other teams the opportunity to uh, surpass you uh, but like you said luckily other than anaheim we have not been overtaken by the guys around us but yeah the oilers are on a five game losing streak we're on a four gamer um anaheim's looking hot right now and uh yeah i mean this trip continues on Tomorrow, actually, we're in Chicago on the 13th, uh, 5.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So, Kind of an early game. Yeah. Yeah, I hope, like, I mean, from all accounts, like, been bad podcasters, but I think we've missed the last two games. But um, I think they played, from what I heard, they played a little bit better against Boston um, and Carolina, like, especially against Carolina. I think they played from what I've read and heard, they played well. They just couldn't score again. Yeah. And, um, like, I think Chicago isn't maybe the best team right now. Mm-hmm. From my understanding. <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm wrong. No, no, they're pretty, yeah, they're having a rough season. <laughs> yeah, they're having a rough season. Um, so I think, like, yeah, if, uh, this is a time to just, you know, buckle down and, and just pound their face into the dirt. <laughs> wow, wow, actually, you know, the, if you look at their rap sheet since November 17th, they've been win-loss, 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 win-loss. Um, they lost their last game against Toronto. So if we're going by the rap sheet. Oh, so it's a win. Yeah, it's not a good, yeah. Well, I'll let you make that in our predictions, but <laughs> <laughs> a win for the for the Hawks. I, I, yeah, I honestly think the Flames are going to come up flying. I, I, I don't think they're happy with losing four in a row. No um, way, man. Yeah, they friggin' no better is, come out. But, yeah. Yeah. Like no one is, but um I feel like they've just been so close too. Like these are this doesn't feel like a losing streak. Like I, I know we're we've lost four in a row, but it's not like we've been dominated, but just things kind of yeah. have not gone our gone our way. Yeah, exactly. Um so like yeah, it will turn around and it hopefully starts with the Hawks game. Um maybe see some secondary scoring. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that would be that would definitely be good to see. Um, and you know, the other thing too is 
I did end up watching the first episode, or sorry, first episode, the first period uh, when I was on break at work and, um, well, not the whole period, but the last, I think, 10-ish minutes. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they play, like you said, they played pretty well. They were controlling the zone. Um, they were keeping the Bruins to the outside, much like they were doing in um, their previous meeting against Boston in Boston uh, earlier in the year. But, you know, that that one goal by Connor Clifton near the end of the period seemed to deflate them. I mean, that was a pretty shitty goal given up by Markstrom. I don't know if you saw it short side. He was yes. going pretty can't, wide. Can't let it in. Yeah, you can't let that in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Kelly Rudy was also saying, too, that that's just something that is not an issue, but that's something that comes about from the butterfly uh, stance, right? You're not kind of up against the post uh, as as much as a stand-up goalie would be, right? For sure. um, Like, he kind of just dropped in a butterfly and... Yeah, it's like, oh, that shot's not actually going to hit me, in, but it was too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he this couldn't... is a lack of focus, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the angle that he was at, it, uh, he, he couldn't get his glove back up quick enough, and no. yeah, I think that that maybe deflated the team, and then of course, you know how good they're, well, they're called the perfection line for a reason. Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and uh, David Pasternak. Uh, you know, Brad and Patrice got two, two points a piece and you know they they really basically took that game over made it three nothing um we came back on the power play but i mean that was a 3-1 game after the second period and old buddy curtis lazar scored against us in the third pretty early tough yeah <laughs> but monahan gets a uh even strength goal Woo! on an assist from luch rasmus nice. anderson um so oh, there's there's back. that he's back question yeah mark. little little, <laughs> little ray of sunshine there what was he on pace for you were saying maybe like 10 12 goals? No, i was just yeah i was just making fun of him i said <laughs> yeah, i yeah. said before the podcast that he was on pace for like 10 goals now i think it's yeah. uh, probably a little bit more than that but not much more <laughs> <laughs> not i mean much. that's the secondary scoring that we need right sean monahan right now is oh, shit, our yeah. third line centerman so you know he needs to step up. Dylan Dubé needs to step up. He has been invisible all season long. Um, Blake Coleman too. He's been pretty invisible since the, uh, you know, basically the second game of the season. I would say I haven't really noticed. I mean, he's been doing all the little things, uh, and yeah, that's what tough. he's that's what he was brought to the team for, right? To to be like that hard guy to play against uh checking type player. But, you know, we were hoping that there'd be a little bit more um, firepower, I guess. Yeah. Scoring. Yeah. 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 He's, he's not happy with it either. I don't. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, snake bitten, whatever, but he was also not generating from the games I've watched. He's not generating a whole lot of chances, you know, anymore. Yeah, like the beginning of the season, I was quite impressed. I'm like, oh yeah, Coleman is he's doing stuff, you know. But yeah. now he's just kind of floating. He, yeah, well, he just reminds me of, of kind of Backlund actually. Yeah, like Backlund doesn't really move the needle offensively really at all, and he'll have a game or or two where he gets some points, you know. Like he, that's what Michael Backlund does. But um, 
Coleman kind of reminds me of that. Like, will disappear offensively for a long period of time. Uh, this has been quite the stretch, but um, yeah, hopefully it turns around. Maybe move the lines, shift the lines around a bit. I don't know. I think Sutter will if things keep stagnating past the first line. I, I don't think he's touching the first line, um, but you know, anything after that is is open for dismantling, I should say. I think another big part of it is Manjapane has kind of slowed down a little bit as well. As we know, knew what happened. Like Manjapane's not going to score 60 goals this year. No. <laughs> this is not happening, but I think um, yeah, he he's slowed down and well, well, we need someone else to step up, you know, like it's not like they were doing anything when these guys were hot. It was like the first line and Manjapani were pretty hot. Lucic chipped in once in a blue moon, but everyone else is like nothing. Crickets. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice to have some other goal scoring again. I don't know how we get it. We can dig into the farm, I suppose, but nothing proven tough to make a trade as we've discussed. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of bleak about secondary scoring, to be honest. We're going to have to just... Honestly, I think our, we just have to try to make the playoffs and then grind out games, <laughs> grind out a series. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of how they got to do it, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what that's what Montreal did, right? They kind of squeaked into the playoffs and made it all the way to the finals because they were built for the playoffs, right? The Dallas Stars yeah. were the same thing. Uh, I think the year... Prior, they they like barely made it or just about made it, and then did pretty well. They're a tough out because that's you know they're a tough, heavy team to play against, and that's the style of hockey. That's that's playoff hockey. That's playoff brand hockey. And yeah, man, it's it is it is kind of tough because we're like you said, we've mentioned it. We're right up against the cap. Um, there's not too many guys we can call upon right away. I mean, a guy by the name of Jakob Pelchier is having a heck of a year in Stockton, 25 points in 20 games. But I mean, you know, you, you do you want to bring him up and potentially mess up his groove, mess up his, um, you know, just mess up his confidence. That's, that's a thing. Right. And if he's being called up, you know, you don't want it to give him the USO treatment, obviously who I guess now has been sent down again to. <laughs> oh, really? To, I didn't to the know AHL. that. Yeah. He, we, Jeez, we sent him down on the ninth. Mess. Yeah. We called him up on the seventh and then sent them back down on the ninth. I, uh, yeah. That's messy. Real messy. I didn't know that. Damn. Cause like, yeah, that, that, that seems, yeah, that seems kind of dumb. Like why, why do that? I, <laughs> I, like I don't really have a reason other than like getting him a couple extra dollars for. I actually I yeah. don't even know if they play the game, you know, but just NHL money I guess would be the only, only incentive from having him like move constantly. <laughs> it's not it's not easy on a young player. I'm not easy on no. anyone. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess okay. So, uh, so they called him up. The morning of the seventh, which was against San Jose, so Stockton, San Jose is pretty. I mean, they're close. They're both in California. Um, but then we sent them back on the ninth, uh, which was the game against Carolina. But we were back home, so I hope 
well, we obviously would have gone back to Calgary and then sent him back to the HL. Like, that's just so unnecessary. Just, yeah, man. It's a bit of a mess. Yeah. That's I wish I could be behind those doors, you know, figure out what the heck, what is yeah. actually happening? You know, like, what's... yeah, if I could be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah. That would be. What, what are they doing? I don't know. Yeah. That would be a sure. very good, that'd be a very good room to be in. Yeah. But and... yeah, I mean, you know, it'd be great to see some of the young guys play, but I mean, you know, just based on. Um, it's tough, right? Yeah. Well, it's just, you know. That's just uh, that's just Daryl Sutter. I mean, Rizicka only got eight minutes in that game against Boston, but at least he's playing, so you know that's that's a good thing. Yeah, and he's not going to get a bunch more time, and yeah. that's understandable. Like, and I'm fine with that too. Like, you can't really gift. Good teams don't gift those young players like critical minutes. They do have to earn them. Yeah, and he will if he plays well. He'll he'll earn it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, does take time so i mean i should say we we don't gift minutes unless your name's brett ritchie <laughs> but uh, uh maybe Sutter won't do that but uh, i don't know how to have my doubts but it's a shot at brett ritchie maybe i just want to see him not be on the team anymore i think that's possible uh yeah i don't know the but, extent of his injury but i think he's he's out pretty long term yeah well he yeah can take his time recovering you know i, I really want to make sure that he's back to full health before he returns to the ice <laughs> yeah that's 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 it right yeah <laughs> yeah nothing else no no malicious intent there at all uh yeah and with Pelletier, like you said i think i don't know you can't really call him up and play him eight minutes right like he's not gonna no move yeah. the needle like you can't you can't succeed with that he, he's not that type of player either right like he mm-hmm. you you bring him up to play fourth line so he what plays with trevor lewis and yeah brad richardson and what they're just going to dump the puck in and grind. Like he can play that role, but he's not going to score. Like that's not going to add to your secondary scoring. We need something else. So, um, yeah, I kind of think along the lines with you, I think they kind of keep him down, have him play a lot, just develop. And then maybe we can throw him into a top nine slash top six role next year when yeah. we lose Manjapane. <laughs> no, no, we won't lose Manjapane. Well, okay. More like, more like when we trade Sean Monahan for pennies to the dollar. I think. I think he might happen. be on the way out, and it's sad. It is sad. It is very sad. I mean, I love Sean Monahan. You know, first yeah. round pick, sixth overall. Um, but hey, I mean, we traded our fourth overall pick, so he didn't pick a good year to have a shit year, I guess. Yeah. Unless he wanted to be moved, <laughs> you know? I mean, obviously his body's probably worn down to shit. He's had so many surgeries. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And some injuries and, yeah, I don't know. But it's, it's tough. To, he was kind of the start of the of this new wave team Yeah, back when we – because I think he was a pretty high – it was our first of our, like, top ten picks. Yeah. I believe, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Monahan looks looks good." And then that awesome rookie year, and really ever since then, he's been top center until this year. So it's 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 sad to see him go, but he probably will is is on the block. And I don't know. Again, do we trade him the trade in line, or do you keep him and then trade him as soon as the season's over? Like, do you trade him before the draft or at the draft for some picks? 
so you enable the ability to sign your, your stars. What do you do? Because I think if you had six million, we could probably sign everyone there for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, even with, uh, I mean, Johnny only, he's making six, seven, five. So he really only needs a bump up of yeah, like, a few million. Yeah. Two to three. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And then Kachuk will be making, he's supposed to make nine, I guess. So that's an, another two. So that's five. Yeah. Let's say. And then Majapani will get a big raise. So probably they do need to move a little bit more cap. Yeah. Uh, which man, well, which would tough, be, like, I mean, it would Zadorov and Gabranson. You have, yeah, Zadorov would be gone. Yeah, Zadorov will be gone. So that's four, three, seven, five. So that three, seven, five will go to right to Japan. Yeah. yeah, um, probably even Gabranson's two as well. Yeah, I think there's gonna be, say. well, yeah, Brad's gonna be busy this offseason if he's yeah. still around. <laughs> team, team has to make the playoffs, I think, for him to still be in that GM chair. I don't know if you can justify anything else. Yeah. I mean, especially with Sutter just calling out the team's depth every game. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, okay. he, he, inadvertently calling out Brad, really, like you think about it, like, well, we have no no scoring <laughs> and no an average goaltending. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could fault the players to some degree, but he's not really it seems more of like a general team <laughs> layout team built building comment. I don't know how to English is hard on Sunday night. <laughs> Forgive me, <laughs> but you get the point. It, it feels like he's pointing at Brad, not like, Oh, we need more from Trevor Lewis. <laughs> he's like, I have Trevor Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> this I is need more score. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, to be fair, Daryl was the one who pitched. Trevor Lewis and and Brad Richardson to come, um, and they have been serviceable. Like they're, you know, I think yeah. so at least. Yeah, yeah, they're right? fine. Like, yeah, they're 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 good fourth liners to be honest. Yeah. Like they like so they're probably the best ones we've had mm-hmm. over the past few years. Just because, I mean, they don't get their face pounded in every single time they're on the ice. They they can have good shifts and yeah, generate some momentum, which is. More than we could say about a lot, a lot of our fourth lines over the past few years. However, yeah. that being said, um, cup-winning teams have fourth lines that also score, which, I mean, they just don't do consistently mm-hmm. enough, in my opinion. Like, I think they're probably both on pace for less than ten goals, which probably less than ten points, to be honest with you, man. Ten points. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean. You look at like I, I let me bring up the Tampa Tampa and no they want their uh, maybe a bad comparison because of how good they are but they have won the cup also, the last two years also also the cap circumvention right like I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but still we won't dig I'm into gonna, that but. I'm gonna do it anyway yeah so, Trevor Lewis right now has six points um mm-hmm. Brad Richardson I mean he I don't he maybe has a goal oh he's got four points okay. So they've got ten points between the two of them. So. Yeah, like I'm just looking kind of at Tampa's team, and you know they have like Matthew Joseph, twelve goals; Barclay Goudreau, twenty points; Pat Maroon, eighteen points. Um, yeah. So they're they're, they're fourth liners that played fifty games, 
Yeah, I mean, Milan that. Lucic is going to be our Pat Maroon for sure. I would say. Yeah, but Lucic is kind of a third liner. I would say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's not on. So our you expect line. even more. <laughs> it is a problem, like right, like our third and fourth lines yeah. to be able to score, like and they're just not, and it's disappointing because Monahan's been on that fourth line. Yeah, like he should be able to get some points for Lewis and shit. Who's the other swinger on that side? Was it Lucic the whole time or no? Richardson, Richardson, not for super no, long. Yeah. No, it was yeah, it was it was Lewis and Lucic that that was mainly. Like when he was playing fourth line minutes, that was who he was playing with. Yeah. Now he's playing um, with Lucic and Dubé. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Ah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's tough, right? Monaghan was never really a playmaker. He was just the guy who would put the puck in the net when Johnny passed it to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's true. Right? Oh. And he's kind of lost that ability, unfortunately. Yeah, he, he really um, has. Like you, you see some of the fans that he's had on on shots that usually, I mean, when he was prime Monahan, he would he would rip those right into the net. It wasn't uh yeah. I mean we talked about it last time, right? He, he kept missing the net in, in the last uh yes. in the game against what what was it, Vegas or I, I think it was uh, Vegas. Uh Vegas or San Jose, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. San Jose. Yeah, it was San Jose. Yeah, he had tons of chances, and and the thing is, we're like, oh, when he was in his prime, like, man, the man is twenty six; <laughs> he should still be in a, yeah. in his prime. But uh, hell, we have what we have with him. But he's had so much sur- surgery, though. I mean, on his, I think yes. both hips and his surgery on his wrist, and it's just, yeah. I mean, that wrist is, I think, the the big killer. I mean, the cause, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his right. skating skating is all the other stuff, but yeah, if you don't have a wrist, like that's his shot too, like quick release, which is like mm-hmm. mainly from the wrist. Yeah. Tough. It's tough. And yeah, who do you lose? Do you lose Lucic at the end of the season or do you lose Monaghan? We have to shed cap somehow. Yeah. Because you as you know Brad's gonna want to keep Goudreau and he's gonna want to keep Kachuk and Monahan yeah. and Manjapani. Yeah. That's um, yeah, that's gonna be the new core. And so, Lucic is going to be so helpful moving forward. I mean, he's he's like yeah. Daryl Sutter is his perfect coach. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't think he'll play as well with anybody else. No, like because that's the style, right? Like they just play yeah. checking hockey, and and he yeah. can do that. He doesn't need to be a speedster, skilled guy. He can just play checking hockey, like straight line speed. Deliver some hits, have decent hands and tight for some goals. Yeah. Drive play. And, w- and one force. thing I did notice too is how engaged he is on the bench. I mean, you know, even even when he's uh you know, if he has a bad shift, he's he'll he'll keep his head up and, you know, chirp the other team, like push the boys and you know, he's 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 engaged on the bench. And uh, you can tell that, you know, he's a leader on that in that locker room and and the guys look up to him. So Losing that is like losing Monahan's gonna be tough too because obviously he's had so many friends, like he's spent his entire career here, and um, yeah, you know, oh, all exactly. of that stuff. But uh, I don't want to lose Monahan really, but it's yeah. just kind of what we have to do. We're kind of at that at that point. Like, if unless yeah. Brad could somehow swindle getting rid of a bunch of cap from peripheral pieces, then I don't know how you keep Monahan. Um, like. If you're if it's not Monahan or Lucic, then it's got to be Gabranson, 
Zadorov both have to go. And yeah. then probably like what Backland as well. Backland as well would have to go, yeah. Like and then because I think then we would be close. Like we might be able to do it at that point. And maybe we do get rid of Backland. He is getting up there. Yeah. Um. But then who do we replace him with? I mean, then you got Monahan in a second line role, thrust in a yeah. second line role, and you know he's not as defensively gifted as Michael Backland. He's no, not. He's not. And we've talked about his wrist. His shot is going down. He's only 26. So, you know, it's... It's tough. It's, it's tough. Like it's, yeah, it's, they do. You know, they're they're big, big head scratchers. And it's... Uh, I also wouldn't mind, like, having Backlund and to mentor kind of some of our young centers that are coming up, like Ruzicka yeah. and also Zari, right? Yeah. Like, Monaghan... I, I, mean. I don't know if I want Monaghan mentoring Zari. <laughs> I don't know. Could Defensively, you imagine, just <laughs> could you imagine how that conversation would go? Well, uh, I mean, you just uh, you just pull back on the stick here and try to win the face off, and then you know just kind of float to the front of the net in the slot, and you know maybe look to Johnny and try to get a pass, and you know just uh, rip it on net and try to try to hit the net. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. It had to be said. <laughs> You're boring. He is. Uh, he is quite. Yeah. That that voice is is pretty. It is pretty. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Iconic. Oh, you know what I mean. Though? I mean, I don't want to judge Sean's teaching abilities, but just based on his play, I don't. I'd rather have Backlund doing it, I guess, defensively, and then Zari can be offensively fine. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but I will say, and, and like, that's that's not that's not to knock Monahan's defensive no, abilities. I mean, he's, he he has gotten better. Yes. Um, it's just all around, you know, like he's he's primarily offensively get minded and gifted, and that is what is in decline, like very clearly in decline, and that's that's where his yeah. value is. I mean, hope like you know, like people have bad years, like, but this seems like such a drop. Like this is a cliff that he fell mm-hmm. off of. <laughs> like, yeah, you, like not a normal decline. Like this is just like he's he's gone. That's it. Um, uh, yeah, it, I, I hate talking about Sean like that because he is one of my favorite flames. But uh, yeah, absolutely, me too. Yeah, oh man, even this year though, like you look at, I know you hate plus minus, but he's minus nine on the year on this team. Minus nine. Yeah. yeah. And uh the next closest person is minus three. <laughs> and most yeah. players on this team are in the teens on the positive side. So that is telling you something. Like he's not borderline not an NHL like borderline not an NHL at this point, fortunately. Yeah. Even though he's still it's... on pace for I mean, yeah, it's tough. I mean, even even when you look back three years, twenty nineteen, twenty played 70 goal 70 games scored 48 points mm-hmm. he was minus 16 then yep when last year was minus six only scored 10 goals 18 assists for 28 points yeah. in 50 games like yeah minus six is like that's where I'm kind of like wow well, whatever that's it's close to zero I, I like a plus minus I look at extremes yeah kind of get indications or relative to your team mm-hmm. if you're negative relative to your team then what's something's happening that's 
because <laughs> you're playing with your teammates. So <laughs> if you have something that's much worse than everyone else, then something's not quite right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Sean has eight power play points too. So he has four, five, and five points this year. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's not good. <laughs> it's really no. not good. Um, and you're going to get free points as a sentiment on the power play with that top unit. Yeah, anyway, for sure. That's, that's enough negative talk about Sean. <laughs> yeah, and and it's early, right? Like we've still got fifty it some is. fifty odd games left to play. Hopefully, he can figure that shit out. Um, yeah. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure Daryl Sutter's looked at that and said, "Hey, like we got to figure this. We got to figure this out. Like something's got to happen here." And I'm sure they'll work together to figure that out. So, you know, fifty fifty odd games left. Um, this is really the first losing streak we've been on all season uh i would say yeah first bit of adversity really that the team has faced it's been yeah. fairly easy up to this point like let's be yeah. honest yeah so um so yeah so there's there's that but uh I, one thing that i did want to um to bring up here real quick is uh monahan's draft here um so we drafted him sixth overall elias lindholm went fifth just a spot ahead of him. Um, Zadorov was the 16th overall pick that year uh, as well. And man, we picked Emilie Poirier at 22nd. Yes, that was as a res- that was a result of us trading Jay Bomeister to the St. Louis Blues for Mark Kandari. Yeah, signing rights to Reto and the signing rights to Reto Berra. Oh, Reto Berra, and that 2013 first round pick, number 22 overall. So we picked Emilie Poirier. Shea Theodore went four picks after him. Ouch, that's tough. <laughs> and Andre Burakovsky went one pick after him. Oh no, yeah. I will say this about Emile Poirier. That guy had a ton of promise and a lot did of raw he? talent. Yeah, he did. And his substance abuse is what ended his career. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I remember hearing about him, but then like he never got a good no, shot. He, like he, he only played eight was, games. And... Yeah, it was it after that. He kind of went into the program and I don't think he's playing hockey anymore. Oh, he's, so I think he, he had some real demons. Right now. Is yeah, he in he the where? AHL? KHL. KHL? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's still playing. Well, that's good, but that that hurt his career, right? That, yeah. It's unfortunate, but uh, no, he had tons of promise. Like he was a he was a speedy player, loads of skill. Like he's one of the fastest players I think the Flames probably have had since maybe Lombardi. But mm. and like there was a ton of hype actually. Like this was dating a few years ago, but at the prospect camps, um, I ran into Conroy at the uh, Winsport because they all go there and we had a quick yeah. chat and yeah, he was really hyped about Poirier at that time still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's too bad that didn't pan out because he, I thought he had a lot of promise. It just, you know, that yeah. stuff sometimes doesn't work. You need, you need the stars to align sometimes to make the NHL. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's yeah, Burkowski, Burkowski Theodore right after that. It's tough. It's, it's tough build to swallow so in hindsight. Tough, bro. It That's is. tough. It is. That is tough. Especially, I mean, uh, Burkowski got a uh, Hattie today. 
against the Florida Panthers. Jeez. And, um, you know, Shea Theodore obviously is flourishing in Vegas. So huge, big, big names. Uh, speaking of Burakovsky and the Colorado game, uh, I do want to bring something up and uh, we'll talk about that. Just uh, based, basically these hits that have been going around um, leveling guys. Uh, I want to I want to get your thoughts on that, Chris. So we'll take a quick break. And then after the break, we'll we'll just have a little discussion about these hits and your thoughts. So stick with us. We'll be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customers. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back to the show. So before the commercial break, I, I did mention that uh, Florida Panthers played the Colorado Avalanche. They lost 3-2 to two ultimately off of a Burakovsky hat trick. Now, earlier in the game, uh, I believe it was in the second period, um, Ryan Lomberg came in, uh, Mason McDonald, I think, was it Mason McDonald? No, no. His, his name wasn't McDonald. It was a defenseman. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his first name was, but um, McDonald, we'll call him. Sure. Uh, well, that's his name, but I don't know his first name. Uh, <laughs> he's in his own zone, retrieving a puck, and uh, he kind of like stretches out uh, as Lomberg's coming in on him uh, to to corral the puck, and then he dishes it off to a teammate to leave the zone. But as he's dishing it off, I think he sees Lomberg coming because he, he, he has his head, like he pokes his head <laughs> up a little you bit. hope so. <laughs> hope so. Um, but because he was reaching out for the puck, he his center of gravity was like kind of further out. And so yes. his, head, his hands were down and his head was kind of down. Um, and Lomberg just came in like a fucking train like yeah we know how Lomberg plays yeah shoulder to chest like 
Yeah. It didn't, it was a clean hit. It was a clean hit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely yeah. clean hit. Um, he was just finishing his check, but yeah. boy, he steamrolled the guy. Uh, and he yeah. was, he was out before he even touched the ice. Yeah. Luckily his helmet was still on. Um, and you know, it was, you know, those kind of hits are, are scary, obviously. Uh, but according to the rules, it's a legal hit. Now the, I believe it was the avalanche station that I was watching. So, um, the, the color, uh, the color guy commentator said that, uh, you know, he's wondering whether the NHL will take on, uh, international hockey rules where, like, you know, any hit to the head, you know, no matter where, like how big or how small, if, if it hits the head, if the head is like hit at all, then it's a penalty. Um, yeah, with that, like with the international, from what my understanding, it has to be principal point of contact though, too. Like just it, like in in the NHL. Yeah, but like again, they can kind of call it right then and there, right? Because yeah. there's there's incidental contact all the time, which is what this was. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely yeah incidental contact with like with yeah yeah, it, and it's Jacob by the way his name. <laughs> So yes. my clicks. His name's Jacob. <laughs> Jacob McDonald. Jacob That's McDonald. Correct. Yeah. All the best just... to you, buddy. Hopefully you're uh yeah. you're doing all right. I mean that's that's never fun to you know. No. Never good to see. No. But yeah, again, it's it's the NHL and uh that's mm-hmm. a lesson, right? Like he was reaching, he was leaning and Longberg was delivered a very clean hit. Like he didn't really he didn't jump. I mean he aimed right for the center of the mass. Yeah. I mean, his follow through kind of lifted him in the air. Of course that always, yeah, yeah that always just, happens. So those, yeah. on those impacts, right? Like, yeah, you're going to get air, but he didn't like jump into yeah. it. In my opinion, yeah. um, like you've seen, like some people elevate to hit the head. He just drove through him and McDonald's head happened to be <laughs> at yeah. shoulder height. So we, I'm looking at a kind of a blurry picture, but it looks like his chin just right on the shoulder. And, that's oh how, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that how we kind of went. Good night, you know. Just that was it. Knockout. Um, Lomberg had a fight, which I, I mean, I understand. Like, you fucked yeah. up a guy on your team, you're gonna fight. But I also don't like seeing some guy have to fight for a clean hit, which is what it was. Mm-hmm. Guy had his head down, and <laughs> he got knocked out for it. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Hopefully, he recovers. Um, but I, I don't want to see hits like that necessarily taken out of the league, though. Kidding yeah. has to be, it's a part of the game, you know, and people are going to get hurt and that sucks. And this is one of those times where I think it's just kind of unfortunate what happened and maybe a little bit of a lesson. And uh, he, he probably won't be doing that again. Let's just say that <laughs> if, yeah. he, if he returns, which hopefully he does and gets to play again. But. Never know with head injuries or scary stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, you get uh, you get hits like that, and then you know there are also hits like, um, I mean, the, this is brought up right because of, I mean, there have been pretty massive hits this season. I mean, Jacob Truba's um, pretty big hit on uh, Kara in Chicago. Uh, I think that was a good. Was that was that was a legal hit? I think he. Yeah, I don't. That think was Chuba, also incidental contact. Yeah. No, yeah. no suspension either there, and yeah, no kind of similar. There. 
So and then you saw freaking Spezza's hit on Neil Pionk. I mean, that wasn't really a hit. It was a fucking tackle. Like the guy was on the ice and he just yeah, dove for that, him. See, that one I didn't like. Yeah. Because Spezza saw that he was on the ice. He just decided, hey, I'm going to keep going and, <laughs> and just drive into his face. Yeah. With Do a barrel knee. roll. Yeah. I was like, no, Spezza, that's not allowed. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. The guy's already down on the ground, but. Um, yeah, I'm watching that care hit right now, man. That was a hard hit, man. He was yeah. out the second he got touched. Yeah. Oh. And uh, Truba kind of <laughs> car was looking at his feet, you know, kind of same similar story. Car was looking at his feet for the puck on a suey pass. Um, I don't know who passed to him. Seth Jones, maybe is that Jones? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in his feet, and he looks up, and Truba was right there, and. Yeah, that's it. Lights out. Lights out. And he hit his head pretty hard too. But I heard that he was responsive at the hospital. I haven't heard anything. I haven't looked into it since, but I think he's okay. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, the, the scary thing is when it's uh, repe- repeated hits, right? I mean, um, you get guys who, I mean, one of my guys, Bowen Byram, who's been on my IR for a long time, got hit in the head, came back a couple games out again because he got hit like he just wasn't feeling it wasn't feeling good um and you know the concussions can be real tricky like it's you know we hear these stories about um cte and and everything in 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 football and um you know hockey's hockey's pretty similar you know it's it's a lot of hard contact and your brain gets rattled around in there so um it's it's a scary thing, but you know, I, I, I also agree with you. It's, it's part of the game. You know, you got to keep your head up and, um, so I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just wondering, like, uh, I, I wouldn't mind that, that head rule that the international, uh, rules have. I actually like that. Yeah. But again, I would, I would want it to see it limited to like intentional, like hitting a guy in the head. And even like in the, in those cases, like it's, it, even if the guy's not even hurt, like that you're getting a 10 minute uh, misconduct, I believe. So it would, it would limit head hunting for sure. The problem is I have no faith in NHL refs to actually <laughs> call mm. anything appropriately because they're yeah. horrible. Um, straight yeah. up. NHL roughing has been brutal this season. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I like to see the players protected, but also want, I agree with you want to keep hitting in the game. Um, but you just don't want to see injuries. And I think that's kind of, it's why it's important to talk about just because like, what can we do to protect these players? Because they have their whole lives ahead of them. Right. That's kind of another. Yeah. And that's thing. exactly, that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Cause this is, you know, like even, even the guy said on during the game, you know, hits like this really to remind you that, yeah, it's, it, this is actually, this is just a game. Right. And, you know, we, a lot of times we, we tend to forget that, you know, obviously players are humans and they have lives and they have families and, you know, they have people that they go home to. So it's, it's, it's a scary situation and, you know, you, you don't want to see guys hurt. And yeah, I think so the principal con point of contact has to be the head for that 10 minute misconduct. Is, is that what, uh, what the thing is? I'm not sure. I should. I should. Okay. Find. I'll. I'll find out for you in a second here. Let me. Yeah. 
And the the other thing too, the other thing too, right, is you know you you mentioned that people aren't overly confident that the refs are going to call it, but you're also not overly confident that the player department of safety, department player safety will call it properly, right? And that's the issue. I mean, George Peros is, I believe, still the guy, um, and he's had a pretty pretty uh up and down run i would say i mean people have been um pretty upset with with his calls they haven't really been um people like consistency let's just say that yeah and that hasn't been there for me yeah and that's that's what's that's what's kind of weird about it right yes so I'm trying to yeah. find the uh, trying to find that WIHF rule, but uh, I can't find it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's all right. We'll get it for you next time. <laughs> I think, like the NHL, though, initial contact needs to be with the head. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. Sports yeah, because that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty similar to. I mean, what what's in, what's in state now, right? I mean. So, so, so here's what here's what Sportsnet says. It says uh, headshot rules far more aggressive than international rules that we know. Uh, in North America, a head check can come with a minor, major, or match penalty depending on the severity under IIHF rules. Any minor penalty for checking to the head is also accompanied by a 10-minute misconduct, and every major penalty is accompanied by a game misconduct. Like the NHL, though, initial contact needs to be with the head for this penalty to be called. Uh, if a check first makes contact with the chest and slide up to the head, this penalty will not apply. So yeah, same, same rule. Okay. So there would just be more, it would just be more penalty minutes assigned really, but no hmm. change, which I like doesn't because you're going to have contact sometimes incidentally. Right. Really the malicious ones that you want to avoid. Again, that lifting up like Lombergs and Trubas. I don't, I really don't think, those are hits to the head and, and, and like they're not going after the head. Yeah. Were they preying on vulnerable players? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, heads were down. They're like, I'm going to, I'm going to blow this guy up. Yeah. Yeah. And you might get hurt. It probably does get hurt, but that's the name of the game. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what, uh, that is what hockey is, and you know, you either love it or you hate it, but that's part of the game. So, yeah, I think that's a good point to to stop, unless you got something else to to throw in there. Predictions. Let's do some predictions. Predictions. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, Chicago. I am going to bet against the trend and say the Flames come out on top in Chicago because they need a W here. And the last time they played, it was a 5-2 victory for our boys. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Man, this is another back-to-back for the Flames. What a schedule. Right? Chicago (laughs) and Nashville. Brutal. It's so much hockey. Um, yeah it's a lot of fucking uh, on the road again right like it's that's that's tough i mean they're close i think but it's still tough yeah i i'm i'm predicting a 
I'm gonna think. I'm gonna guess Mondrapane scores the game winner. <laughs> That's a real in, bold take of yours, there. In Nashville, <laughs> he's gonna score the game winner in Nashville. Oh, he's gonna wins. score uh, a goal in Chicago. Oh um, my god! Back, back, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna say uh, four to two in Chicago, and okay. uh, three to one in Nashville. Okay, for the boys. Um, the boys. I'm I'm gonna be negative here. Unfortunately, no. I think uh, the Flames are actually gonna struggle again to put the puck in the net in Chicago, and they're gonna lose to Chicago. <sighs> Uh, I know, I know. They're going to lose to Chicago, I think, 2-1 uh, regulation. Regulation, and then, not even and then, and then in Nashville, I think they are, again, going to lose wow. to Nashville, who's having a very good year. Back-to-back, Flames just won't have the energy, and I think they're going to get maybe a little bit of a blowout. I don't know what the score could be. Maybe 4-5 to nothing or 4-5 to 1. That's my guess wow. for a wow. six-game losing streak. Wow. I think it's going to happen. Uh, but I think after that, they're going to kick Toronto's butt on Thursday. Yeah, that is not that is not a very uh, – I don't like those predictions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. It's very sad. Tough schedule, though, and the Flames are slumping. So. Yeah, but we got we can't we can't always say the same things. I mean, we yeah, gotta have right. Gotta have uh, gotta be realistic. Gotta have something to like say. Haha, I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I could have gone one and one, but uh, I think actually they're gonna lose both. Genuinely. Dang. I mean, yeah that 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 would see if this were if this were the team like last year or two years ago, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I think with Daryl at the helm, he's going to write this ship pretty quick. He's not going to let these boys pout like they've been like they've been allowed to do um, the last few years here. Uh, I think he's going to hold everybody accountable. And I think that's what's going to get them going. So I should say, like, I don't think they're going to get I think they're going to play well, especially in Chicago. I just think they're going to have a hard time scoring. I just, yeah, I think Flurry will be in net. Tough goalie to score on, and I think he's going to just stump him. I just the struggles continue, and then in mm. Nashville, I think again they're going to play a good game, but maybe they're starting to pout a bit because the old flames come out. <laughs> even though even though Sutter's at the helm, I think it's just so much hockey, and they're just going to be just not going to be not going to have it, not going to have enough, and then then with the rest. Rest day on Wednesday, they're going to come up strong and, and play really hard against Toronto. And they do play well against good teams a lot this year. And it's an Eastern Conference team, so they'll win that one. <laughs> fair. Yeah, okay. Okay, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. That 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 is fair. <laughs> oh, man. We'll see. We'll have a beer. We'll we... bet a beer on it. Okay, we will see. We'll bet a beer on it. Um, and the... Pay ye will collect when you come visit the next time. Um, man, there was something else I was going to add to this. Oh, the Nashville Predators are going likely going to be without Ryan Johansson, just so you know, because he has entered COVID protocol. So, oh, 
You know? No. Don't change you know? my thoughts. You know? They're losing their top line center, second no. line center. Doesn't doesn't change anything. Wow. Forsberg's gonna light us up. <sighs> Forsberg. He's gonna light yeah. us up and then he will join the team next year as a free agent. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish we don't have if, room. <laughs> if he joins the Flames next year. I would be willing to let him score six goals against us. Um, oh, God. Like, I'm good with that. That would be fine. That's a real shit kicking. Like, really yeah. just beat us into the ground. No. As long as he comes over, though, like if he, you know, kind of like a Red Rover type thing, you know? Yes. After the game, they all play Red Rover and <laughs> switch, switch, players. <laughs> switch players. I guess, I guess with the predictions, like if, if I'm right, which hopefully I'm not, but they'll be back to 15 wins and 15 losses, which they're getting points. But again, isn't a super great book. No, it's 500. That's not good. Yeah. Well, yeah, not points 500, but 500 wins lost. Yeah. Yeah. Still have a very good winning percentage, the best in our division, but. Well, other than now Anaheim, apparently. So no, Anaheim is, uh, even with worse. Yeah. Worse. They got two games in the end. So, like they played. Oh, oh, I see. I see. They're six one seven. We're six four three. Hmm. Uh, in the West, I think we're only second to Colorado. Well, we're third. Colorado and Minnesota have better winning percentages than us. In the West, how about Minnesota this year? Wild. Yeah. God damn. That's a good team. I see. What I want to play there. them. I want to play them. I see, see what you did there. What did I do? What did I do? Well, I was talking about Minnesota, and you called them wild. I mean, it's... Oh, <laughs> I didn't even you notice. didn't even notice? Oh my god! <laughs> I just say wild a lot. That's so something I say. <laughs> but they are called the wild. <laughs> there you go. I noticed what you did earlier. I didn't mention it, but you uh, said the hurricanes are causing a storm. Right? I, I was I, trying to. I was trying to think of something there. Yeah, I, but uh, it was it was kind of lame. I didn't comment because you're trying to be Gene Principe on the fly. Ah, no, don't no do one, that. No one could be don't, Gene Principe. Oh, my God. And that's now cold I feel there. dirty. I now I feel great. dirty. Thanks a lot. Now you're I feel welcome. dirty. You're welcome. Well, I'm... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Blasty's Corner. Hello again, Austin. This is your weekly shutout. Um, he gets weekly shutouts now? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a uh, dedicated fan. He's a dedicated fan, man. But, but he's not advertising for us. Really? No. Come on, not. Austin. Come on, bro. Step your Yeah, game I know up, you have bro. friends out there. Step your game up. Yeah. Step your game up. Uh, tell all you mom. other listeners out there, I mean, yeah, tell your mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Thomas, please listen. Yeah, she's not listening, Austin. So, why yeah, not? exactly. Neither is your brother Kyle, actually. So, yeah. I think he and. Uh, he and his girlfriend should also listen to this podcast. Yeah. I think. We should have at least 10 listeners from the Thomas family alone. Yeah. Um, but everybody else, uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. And uh, please get at us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter. We're on all the podcast directories. Share us with your friends, your family. Bring your mom. His uncle's a player agent, too. Well, there you go. Yeah. Come on, Austin. We, we rely on you. Uh, <laughs> Flames playing the Chicago Blackhawks and the Nashville Predators Monday, Tuesday. We will talk to you guys on Wednesday. And yeah, go Flames, go. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet.
New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.